It's the eve of the Star Trial. The Prince has gone fishing, leaving the four of us in camp to our own tender mercies between the mood swings, prideful outbursts, and vomit of our foul natures. Shackney, the Oxalotl warrior, Slick, the electric eel, Rexes, the substitute, and myself, Arkansa, young turtle and prodigal shaman. I suspect our leader has slipped away not because of his predator's instinct or love of a good feed, but mainly to escape the toxic atmosphere in the team this evening. Your stupid brother dropped out of the event. He freaked out at the last moment. That's all I'm saying, darling, says Slick. Shackney, our oxalotl warrior, looks down at him with disgust. You'd shut your big mouth if he could hear you. My brother would never have abandoned this trial, and certainly not his little sister. Think about it, you stupid eel. Same old shit. Your damn brother is AWOL, and we've been stuck with a pathetic replacement, a fucking squealer. I had nothing to do with it. So you're saying I did? After an hour of heated argument, I thought our axolotl would rip the head off of the electric eel and no one would be able to participate in the star trial. And I couldn't be relied upon to hold her back because, in my opinion, the other guy deserves a real seeing to. I was even excited to see the show, and almost happy that we were being disqualified like young idiots on the eve of the ceremony. Because I must admit that I, Arkansa, a little girl from Upper Shaman Jakpa, had no desire to participate in this trial. It would have cut them to the quick. The young prodigies, the best generation of maelstrom in a century, thrown out for a diplomatic incident under an old tent on a horrible rainy evening. My family would have let me off the hook despite the ambitions they've placed upon my shoulder since I was born. And I would have simply said, not my fault, to anyone who would listen. A team of total losers! That's what we are! We wouldn't even pass the storm level test with this guy! We're gonna be creamed in the first round by the Blue Giant! I guess Slick doesn't give a damn that his target is some kind of miracle among the hundreds of axolots born every day and above all a bundle of brute force with formidable boomerang skills. He also appears to underestimate my abilities as a shaman and my gift for needles, which makes me the best in a century without even having to open a book. Unless, that is, he understood the limits of my involvement long before the others. As for the infamous guy, he is referring to Rex's invited at the last moment to replace Rukin, Shackney's brother. Still, the Oxalot is just one step away from jumping down his throat. Just a little more effort, Shaq. She clenches her fist to avoid doing something she can't undo. But from here, I can sense the rush of blood flowing into her muscles, encouraging every vein in her pink flesh and dilating her cartilage. Her arms have almost doubled in volume. And in this state of excitement, she could easily strangle a sea lion. An angel passes, and then the hopes of an uproar that I have been silently cultivating for some time, slumped in a corner of the arbor to show how invested I am, are dashed by Prince Amanaka, who steps between the two guys. Are you really going to make me break this up? He's back from his hunt, and each of his hands holds the orange tentacle of a large turtle that he has obviously dragged here across the sand. If a volley from our leader was a deterrent, the second promise put everyone in agreement. There is no way we can fail. I'm here. Now let's eat. Coming from him, the remark is cold and realistic rather than pretentious. Amanaka is a titan of brute strength from his young age, arguably capable of rivaling the lunar warriors and undoubtedly the most talented maelstrom rank in several decades. Tell this guy to stop taking his frustration out on the team! It's not my fault my brother's been missing for a fortnight! 
And it's also not my fault we've been stuck with a rotten squilla to replace him. I don't make the rules. Luckily not. You're already having a hard time dealing with your brother. So what would happen in a trial? Shut up, Sleek. Enough. When Amanaka raises his voice, his chest is so impressive that your gut and the tent and the tentacles of the squid vibrate to their very core, enough to make a wild animal flee with its tail between its legs. The important thing is that there are five of us once more, and that we haven't been disqualified. I'll take care of the rest. The catfight breaks up, and they go their separate ways in a sulk. What a great atmosphere in the group before we have to face death side by side. The Crag Union in all its splendor. Our ancestors would be so proud of us. Shackney is already outside, and the tension is gradually fading like a sunfish dying in the sun. Warm rain from the great reefs has been lashing the canvas of the camp since sunset. The drops pitter-patter like a countdown and bring our thoughts back to the deadline. Tomorrow, at dawn, everything begins. Gusts of wind howl through the dried skins that make up the walls of our shelter and fan a dying fire which we have forgotten to maintain in all the excitement. Apart from a few night fishermen loading their boats up for the night raids, the clan is asleep. Shackney's brother is called Rukin. He was our fifth member and natural bruiser who, like us, was awarded Maelstrom rank at the end of year ratings. Put simply, young Krog, called Scum, receive a general education for their first ten years. They are taught the basics of combat, crafts, and fishing, as well as knowledge of traditions, the stars, and nature. The scum are given all the unglamorous tasks within the clan, the details of which I will spare you. They then have a choice, to continue in the branch they like, or to join the warrior corps. To move up in the warrior branch, you have to pass the wave trial, then the breakers trial, then storms, then typhoons. Anyone can participate in a trial as long as they have passed the previous one. It is important to remember that the trials become increasingly selective and dangerous, and that on average a storm rank is awarded at the age of 30. We have 17 of them, except for Rex's, who is older. At the end of the year, the top five typhoons are awarded rank of the Maelstrom, and only they are allowed to take part in the Star Trial, which takes place tomorrow. Passing this trial means you will finally become part of the Elite Warriors. The moons, also called lunar warriors, between obtaining the maelstrom rank and passing the trial in an intermediary period where you are considered a young moon, becoming maelstrom is neither simple nor a blessing. If you're unlucky enough to succeed, that's when the real trouble starts. You'll be like me, lumped together with pretenders who are called geniuses and who almost kill each other on the eve of the trial or disappear for no apparent reason and your family and the whole village will be on your back, thinking they're encouraging you. The Star Trial is a kind of exam, where you have to be able to hit hard, very hard, and against no matter what. And Rukin knew how to do that. But he has vanished into thin air, and no one knows where he is. Everyone thought he was off training because it would be just like him to go out and smash trunks for a week. A trait that Amanaka seemed to appreciate and, in all his finery, introduced into his training. But Rukin never turned up, and we had to replace him with what we had on hand. A second-choice maelstrom, the only one available. From the worst clan around, squillas are mantis shrimp that live in a remote cove and share only their name with the Krog. They are a bunch of scoundrels, thieves, and liars, and have been recluses since the great battle for the Ataraxic Cave. When they were banished, 
by Akuyandi's ancestor because they refused to take part in the battle, deeming it disloyal and cowardly. They kept their Krog status, but since, they have had no contact with us, the real ones, and lived like mussels amidst the muddy rocks and seaweed. So for the sake of the trial, today the shamans decided that Rukin had indeed been eliminated, and that Rexes from the Squilla clan would take his place. Slick screamed with rage, Shackney with sadness, Amanaka was unmoved, and now here we are dealing with the aftermath of the spat. Rexes had been trying to become Maelstrom for three years to no avail. He placed six each time, and each time his participation in the trial was rejected, something which suited many people. No mentor ever wanted to see his protege grouped with Esquilla. At first, this insistence on participating in the trial was seen as a kind of pitiful and relentless repentance on the part of the Squilla clan. Then it became a moribund joke, and finally morphed into a stupid idiot who got no more than he deserves. Rexes must have jumped for joy when he heard the news, and he must have been especially disappointed when he realized what kind of scum he'd be spending the next few days with. When I really think about it, I wonder if we aren't losing out. When you know a little about the history of the Squilla and their abilities, it's strange to imagine what a typhoon of their caste, ranked sixth, could be capable of in terms of violence and brutality in a real combat situation. For while the image may be of indolent crustaceans reclining in their dark lagoon, in reality, they've been fighting each other since childhood to perpetuate the ancestral art of pugilism. And the timing is perfect, because this penchant for violence is exactly what we'll need in the days to come. After eating a portion of octopus in silence with the prince, I stand up to stretch my legs. My vertebrae are cramped under my shell, and I decide to head out for some fresh air. Unsurprisingly, I come across Rexes sitting in the rain between two rocks. He's devouring a piece of silver crab with his teeth as if the shell were as tender as the flesh of a bonito. It's not good to eat your own kind. Get out of the way, turtle, or I'll eat you. Nice to meet you, Arkansa. The sound of distant waves is the only answer. Rexes bites into a large claw that explodes between his jaws. I hear footsteps behind me. It's Shackney, kitted out from head to toe. She is wearing a harness with pockets full of poisonous shells, one of her many coral alloy boomerangs under her arm, and the other five strapped to her back as if she were going to war. Tomorrow, when we face the blue giant, you'd better be good, Squilla. Rexes simply puts the claw down and rips off a large cobalt blue tentacle with complete indifference. <laughs> <laughs>